0: the weather's getting warmer so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis and for anything i'm trying to update in my wardrobe i'm not trying to spend a small fortune let me tell you about quince because i just found a bikini top and bottom $50 high quality 25 for the top 25 for the bottom there is a certain australian shearling slipper that i've been looking for and i found it for $50 on quince By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost to the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com lexi you know the week before your period i would argue that it's worse than your actual period i feel like i want to crawl out of my skin i have crazy cravings i feel down i feel like my head's going to explode and i think i hate myself and everything around me and i'm on the verge of a menti b and i do not know why then i start bleeding and i'm like ah oh, got it for sure now it's easier than ever to manage pms with estro control Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony, as well as Estro Control, and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's Happy Mammoth, H-A-P-P-Y. M A M M O T H dot com and use the code Lexi for 15% off today. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, the host of the Lexi podcast. I want to give a quick thank you to anyone that listened to the last episode. I was having a hard day. It led into a hard week and I feel really, really special. A lot of you had sent me messages on Instagram just saying that the episode meant something to you, you know, that you really enjoyed it, that it was it was a good one. And that is reassuring because I definitely, definitely hesitated posting it. There was more than one time that I thought, should I go back to the studio? Should I do another episode? It's not even that sad. It's not the energy that I would ideally want to bring to an episode. However, it was the energy that I had and... I wanted to show up as I was, and I'm happy that it was received well, and I wanted to thank you for the kindness and support, as for usual. I feel good now. I feel really good. Happy Monday, everybody. (sighs) I want to take a couple breaths, though, a couple deep belly breaths. So if you're cleaning your room right now, if you're in the car, please join me in just a really big inhale, hold, and then we'll exhale. So... Breathe in. Hold. (sighs) Drop your shoulders. We're going to do it again. Breathe in. Hold. (sighs) Ain't that so nice? So good. The more I breathe, the more I realize I think I spent five years of my life holding my breath. I think about 18 to 24, like were we breathing? Especially those were also my insecure years. I didn't know how to feed myself. I definitely had the height of body insecurities during those years. And I think because of that, I was sucking in my stomach as often as I possibly could. Even when I was alone, you know, I'd be driving a car, no one else in the car. I'm still like, oh, I can't possibly relax my stomach. Horrible, horrible. If that's the phase that you're going through, if you aren't belly breathing, I highly recommend. It's gonna improve a lot in your life. You're gonna feel more physically relaxed. I'm no scientist. It just feels like common sense. So now that we've done that, let's get into it. If you listened to the last episode, it was called my emotional car crash, which is exactly what it felt like. By all means, go listen to the episode quick synopsis essentially I had been in the most literal way triggered it unleashed so many emotions that I had no idea that I was holding in and then I was mad at myself for for wondering whether or not I was holding in these emotions and was I ignoring them was I distracting myself because I didn't feel like I was but all of these things it felt like I was hit it felt like someone had broken a dam and opened the floodgates you know, that's how it felt. And I was really upset with myself saying, wait, I didn't think that we were building a dam. I had no idea that there was a dam. I thought that I was in flowing water and there uh, we were just existing. I was in a happy-go-lucky mood for most of this year. And all of a sudden, I was sitting in misery. I was so incredibly miserable. So I spent Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday maybe Thursday, really trying to crawl out of this funk. I was feeling a little restless, like I'm ready to, to move this energy and channel it into something else. I wanna do something else. I wanna, I wanna try to take a little bit more action and healing. Whereas I was trying to give myself some time to exist in it for the beginning of the week, which is a hard lesson to learn. Emotions, getting to experience them, such a beautiful thing especially if you're in a phase of your life where not experiencing emotions you feel quite numb then getting to experience them truly is beautiful but the negative ones are trickier like there's a there's gratitude for sure that I get to feel something so deeply that I cared about something so much that it's it's cutting into my moment-to-moment experience but It's not like it's fun you know what i mean like i can appreciate it and feel grateful that i'm able to feel something while simultaneously not liking the feeling so monday after i recorded the podcast i was feeling emotionally depleted you ever go into a therapy session and you got to get something off your chest and sometimes it feels freeing and you feel lighter on your feet afterward other times it's like oh my god that took so much energy It's not what I wanted to say, but it's what I had to say. And now I feel depleted. That was me on the ride home. I was silent, felt like my eyes were drooping so low they could fall off my face. I was in pure silence. No sound was being played on the radio. Sometimes I sing or talk to myself or talk on the phone. None of that, no, no, no. And then there was an accident. So normally it takes me like "Eh, 45 minutes to get home. Double that. It was at least an hour and a half to get home. And I was just so desperate for my bed. It was like, these are one of those days where you just have to crawl into your bed. Middle of the day, I have to, I have to, I have to. And then just seeing the ETA on my GPS go up and up and up, it felt like (laughs) like I was getting pushed. It felt like there was this, this invisible force that was pushing my car farther and farther back from my house, like, no, you can't get there yet. You can't get there yet. Then I got to explore some modeling this week. I was modeling for a new leather shoe brand called urban la they're not a new brand but they're getting a rebrand and honestly the shoes are fantastic they're like the same quality leather that prada uses and i was like oh no how am i supposed to like go be on camera with people right now like this is not what i want This is not what i want but i had to go and i went and i felt so much better when i got home you know how i wanted to crawl in bed it was incredibly sunny and gorgeous and warm not to brag (laughs) so i put on my bikini and i went to my deck and i laid out in the sun closed my eyes did a guided meditation for like 35 minutes and didn't feel better but i will say it was nice to be sitting in the sun in february i was just trying to get myself mentally there for this shoot i didn't want to bring any of my energy i know how strong and influential energy can be and i just didn't want to bring that into the group and it's so silly of me i always think that i always think that my negative energy is powerful enough to destroy a large group of people which actually it's not that funny to think about because some people really do have that ability some people can truly suck the life out of a room every last breath out of it and put everyone on edge whether they mean to or not but with that not being my intention i showed up and i i felt great i felt significantly better and i had a lot of fun and i have so many photos that i want to post yeah yeah posted some selfies that I took because I was in full glam and I do soft glam you know when I'm doing my makeup do a little Charlotte Tilbury flawless filter maybe a little concealer a little foundation if I'm feeling it always doing bronzer blush highlight little crease color mascara but no 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 this time full foundation contour stick lip liner lipstick liquid lipstick gloss Wings liner, filled in brows, doing the whole thing. So I posted a selfie yesterday from that shoot and I'm gonna definitely do some behind the scenes photos as well. And later that evening, Tyra and I, one of my besties that I live with, indulged in our new passion, Tin Fish. Apparently it's all the rage on TikTok. I'm trying to get on Tin Fish TikTok. Tin Fish talk, dare I say? I went to a picnic several weeks ago. I realized that I've gotten lazy with my picnics. Now, when I brought this up at dinner last night, I was uh, responded to with a very natural question, how often are you having picnics? And I hesitated because I haven't been on a picnic since. All I know is that that picnic I went on in mid-January has changed my opinion on what to pack to a picnic. I got to the point where I was starting to bring, like when we went there, we stopped at Seven Eleven and we got, I don't know, ice cream bars and Hot Cheetos. And i think like sour candy and then we get there and my friends got a wheel of brie a fresh baguette multiple tins of fish some tapenade some dried meats olives flaky salt what's that salt in the green box that one i'm gonna go to that photo i'm gonna i'm gonna break it down what was at this picnic because we shall all be inspired interruption you know what i just learned Recently, and if you know about this, great, I certainly didn't. You can look on the map. There's a section, if you have an iPhone, there's a section in your camera roll where you can go to the map. And if you can't remember the time that you took the photo, but you know where you took the photo, you can look it up. So I'm just going to go by the Silver Lake Reservoir and boom, so fast. Yeah, we, we brought gummy worms and hot Cheetos and my friend had a fresh avocado, lemon, wine, Glasses, decks of cards, he knew what he was doing. The root of where my tin fish passion was born. This is only the beginning. And you bet your bottom dollar that I will be talking about tin fish in more detail at a later date. All that to say that late Monday night, I elevated my mood through a, a charcuterie board of bread, cheese, and tin fish. And it was really something marvelous. I don't know if all of you love food, but I certainly do. And this is the type of food that gets me dancing. And to me, that's a sign that I'm eating correctly. If I'm dancing while I'm eating, mm -hmm, yeah, that's what I'm meant to be eating. You should be eating what's making you dance. (laughs) And I was. I mean, the whole time we're like sitting around the kitchen, we're taking bites. We're like, "Mm! ooh, there's so much good food. And there's this butter. There's this butter that I get at Cookbook, which is a place in, I don't know, my neighborhood. Maybe it's an Echo Park. Anyway, it's life-changing. It is life-changing, all right. There's butter, and then there's this butter, and I should know the name of it. I only know that it's in a gold package, and um, it's circular. <laughs> That's all I know, and that—oh, w- that was some tartine bread. Wow. Remind me to please make an episode about food. I digress. There was an incredible butter— that we also had. And though the day was hard, there were some good parts to it. Tuesday was a nasty day in Los Angeles. I needed a mental health day. So one of my besties came over and when Camille and I get together, we get shit done. We work overtime. Like our speed just increases. The laughs come quicker. and we love an activity. She is my friend that I can always count on to be down to do something with. I have friends that I can sit and chat with for hours, which is fabulous, but not all of them are into a game or a walk or an activity. No, 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 like this girl and I, we're together. She was over at my house for like all of four minutes and I noticed that I had three very ripe bananas and I was like, should we go get ingredients for banana bread? left the house instantly walked to get coffee realized that we're near a thrift store that i wanted to show her a vintage shop whatever i put hot rollers in her hair we went to crossroads to get rid of some old clothes and give the rest goodwill it's power hour every single time we're cooking meals we're laughing we're singing we're jamming to music we're always doing a thing and it's really fun so that was a good day in the sense that I needed it. It's funny because I said that the first few days of the week, I just had to give myself time to sit with these emotions. Days are long, y'all. I don't think I could truly sit in emotion all day. I'm not a monk. I don't know how to do that. I don't even know if that's truly what monks do. I think they they clear their heads, but maybe they allow something to sit until it disappears. I don't Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Am I digging myself into a hole? Maybe. Why? Because I don't know what I'm talking about in this particular example. but. I was able to allow things to surface, to feel myself, but then also to enjoy myself, so Tuesday was good. And Wednesday was my me day. Went to Pilates, did my work. Tried to bake myself some brie. I used some of the brie wheel that we had used for our charcuterie board. I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put some honey on this, I'm gonna put some rosemary on this, red pepper flakes, and cut little crosses into it, and I'm gonna bake it in the oven. I don't know what happened, but it just completely melted into a pancake. Not to say I didn't eat it and it wasn't delicious, because I did and it was. It just wasn't what I thought. So then I had the date on myself, and then Camille and I met up around sunset, and we went on, we climbed a little hill, a mountain, I don't know what, when it, when a hill becomes a mountain. It was pretty tall. We were in Elysian Park. And we went up there at sunset when everything was just so vibrant. And we were screaming. Nothing like being on top of a hill and sounding out an emotion. Oh, that reminds me. When we were driving in the car the day before, I was letting out these sighs. I've been sighing a lot this this past week. A lot of like... <sighs> <laughs> just letting sounds out. This came about because the day before when we were on our way home from dropping off clothes, we were in traffic and it's really gray. It's just not a fabulous day, speaking in terms of weather. But I'm also not feeling perfect internally by any means. And then I just let out this like yell sigh, something across between a sigh and a yell in the car. And it was so healing. There's gotta be some science behind it. When you have an emotion and maybe it's not conceptualized you know you're not putting words or thoughts to it it's just a a feeling that needs to be released in one way i found it to be quite healing to just let it out sonically to yell to scream to sigh to in addition to just the general laughing smiling crying more abstract sounds so anyway fast forward to the next day we're on this hill on this mountain and i'm just (laughs) I don't know why this feels dirty like my brain is going to dirty places it's not a, it wasn't sexual whatsoever but we will talk about sex because sex has been heavy on my mind this week um but i was making all these sounds on this mountain it's not sexual i swear whatever healing healing nonetheless and then we went back to where she was staying which is kind of on a hill as well or a mountain whatever and there were binoculars and not to call myself a peeping tom but binoculars are so fun how have i never realized the pleasure that like senior citizens feel when they have binoculars and they're looking at birds that's what i want to do it was so fun to look downtown in binoculars and read signs that i couldn't see with my my naked eye to look at the moon with binoculars that entertained me for a solid 20 minutes absolutely like, undoubtedly oh damn thursday was a crazy day we had hail we had hail wednesday and thursday in los angeles what's up with that huh no idea like that seems real normal (laughs) 10 a.m i wake up i look at my deck there's just chunks of ice everywhere i send a photo to the family group chat just in case anyone's wondering what los angeles looks like this morning this day i had really no social plans you can tell that people are really big healers in my life i really enjoy my relationships relationships are really important to me but one of those relationships is the one with myself and thursday was very much a solo day and i was feeling pretty bad i was still down bad i had to pick myself up so i did go on a nice long walk and i went to a restaurant and got myself a really nice meal like a really nice meal I went to a restaurant called Botanica and they have a meze plate and it's like four different types of vegetables. There's a marinated kale, there's a pickled carrot, there's these roasted pieces of squash with pesto on it, there's a soft-boiled egg and two different dips and this like warm crispy pita bread and it just felt like true nourishment. So that was really nice. I need to remind myself to do that again. I would actually have that exact plate again. It just felt Like I had a plate of medicine in front of me. It was really, really lovely. And then Thursday night was my first night of the week that I went out with a large group, went dancing, then ended up getting, I hate to say it, hammered. I have not been that intoxicated in months and months and months and months and months. And and I have not been that hungover in even longer. But we went out and then we went back to a friend's, hung out in his hot tub and his pool. There was like a big group of us that had a slumber party fun fun so much fun it's raining in LA we're in a hot tub I was just dancing it was so good so good and then I wake up in the morning I was like I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up and then I tried to throw up and I couldn't there was nothing but I was in so much pain and then I called an uber and my uber comes and picks me up and it's pouring down rain and it's really cold in Los Angeles but I have one of those fever hangovers where your whole body is on fire You feel like you are sunburnt. You're so warm. I was so warm. So I get into this car and I was like, can you put on the air? So he cranks up the heat. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die in this car. I'm going to die in this car. And it's, it's a close ride home. It should be like, I don't know seven or eight minutes and I look at the ETA and it's 18 I was like oh my god I can't last it 18 minutes in this car in this heat it's 84 degrees in this car so I roll down the window as I want to repeat it is raining and cold in Los Angeles and so my poor uber driver looks back at me like what is wrong with you but he politely says I thought you wanted air I thought I thought you were cold I was like no no no." (laughs) I have very little language in me nausea a lot of nausea and, oh, thinking about it, I'm having, Feels like war flashbacks. <laughs> it was so painful. Um, he's like, I thought you wanted heat because it's cold. I was like, no, 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 I want air. I'm hot, and he looks at me so puzzled. You're hot. I'm like, sir, so can't you tell that I made bad decisions last night? Oh, can't you see that? am I not giving all the energy that I made a mistake and I'm deep breathing I have you know like my hands out to the side I'm sitting in the back seat and I have like one hand by the door and I have the other hand in the middle seat just pushed down and I have my eyes closed and I'm just breathing in and out breathing in and out breathing in and out and I start back seat driving I was like can you just get off the highway here please and he's like uh it's supposed to be close to the other way I was like no, no please 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 I, I just need I need, I need help. A hangover is something I had forgotten what it felt like. A true, real hangover where you feel sick. It felt like I almost had to have a sick day. I was like, do I not work? It was humiliating and humbling all at the same time. So Friday was a rainy day. Saturday was a rainy day. It was raining, it was pouring. The old men were snoring, had a friend over. He, Tyra, and I just hung out the whole day. Just like doing absolutely nothing, you know? Just one of the days where you're on the floor, (laughs) listening to music in the living room, chatting, whatever. And then I went out that night and we went dancing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Any person in my personal life has heard me say this a hundred times because I can't get over it. Saw this DJ perform and he made me feel like I was on Molly. This man had serotonin exploding from my body. A star was born that night. A star was born. That was one of the best DJ sets I've ever witnessed in my life. Had a good time. Went to a diner with some friends afterward. Fabulous. My apartment is just kind of the revolving door. There's always people coming in and out, stopping by, hanging out. And that was sort of the, the vibe. And then just had a Sunday dinner with some friends out at one of my favorite restaurants last night. And it was good. It was good. There are so many other things that happen. I try to give like a lowdown. In a way that i can tell you what was going on and what i was thinking during it the weekend was really fun like i also went shopping with my friend got some brunch went out to a new restaurant there's lots of good things there's lots of good things happening um also i'm currently wearing a zipper from brandy melville i went to the grove and the americana this week i did some shopping and typically when i'm doing shopping It's at a second-hand store of some sort. It's at The Flea, it's at a thrift store, it's at a vintage shop, it's at a second-hand designer place. Like I'm rarely going to something where I'm buying it new, but I did, I got some new Charlotte Tilbury makeup. I also went to Brandy Melville. I knew what I wanted. I wanted like little floral mini shorts and little white mini shorts and a little tank top with a bow. And I wanted a zip up. Where do you go for that? Brandy Melville, they have it every time. Which I thought I had morally and physically outgrown. Apparently not. I haven't shopped there in years. I also got myself a new necklace and some new earrings. Not from Brandy Melville, but also from the mall. So excited, excited about that. (laughs) A little superficial joy, huh? And then last night, this girl came up on my TikTok page and her lyrics reminded me to wake up She's 18 years old, has the perfect amount of poetic angst. She's giving, energetically, Fiona Apple, sonically and production-wise, Billie Eilish. And her name is Sophia Izella. And she just is an 18-year-old that's socially aware, that knows how to describe something perfectly in a way that you want to listen So go to her TikTok. I'm going to shout her out. I would love to have her on the podcast. I found her last night. Something about it clicked. She has her lyrics on the video as you're watching it. And so much of it reminded me of the journals that I used to keep in high school. When we're teenagers, oftentimes we are hyper aware of what our future is looking like. And I can speak for myself, but also a lot of my friends. I mean, we were so fuck the man look around, wake up, what's going on? And then as time has gone on, I am so guilty of this. I'm just happy to ignore the issue. I've cared about so many social issues in my youth that it gets to the point of personal exhaustion where I was taking on the weight of of every problem in the world and making my own personal life miserable. And the pendulum swung so far one way that I I was so exhausted and so miserable on a day-to-day basis that I just became like, I can't think about that. I can't think about that. I'm gonna hate my life. The world is so dark. The United States government is so broken. Having her come up on my For You page, I was so happy. It's like, yeah, it's it's time to start thinking again because of course I have my personal life and the general human experience and these universal issues that have been going on since the beginning of time. And then there's social issues that are of the moment, of the now, and going to be our future. So it was a nice little wake up. And so I was listening to her on the ride here, (laughs) driving on the highway, which I love driving on the highway. I'm going like 65 miles an hour. I'm eating a Go macro bar. It feels like I'm in Mario Kart. I'm hyper aware of the moment. I feel very alive right now. Like on the ride here, I was not going through the motions it wasn't just like time to hop in the car drive to the podcast studio no no no. i was well aware that i was in a vehicle that was moving through space listening to this girl sing hand on the wheel one hand eating which interruption someone commented on my tiktok this is just something very important They said, you mentioned the Double Chocolate Go Macro bars once and I've never looked back. That was the comment because that's my favorite Go Macro bar. I want everyone to know that my favorite is the Double Chocolate Peanut Butter Chip. I can't confirm whether or not there's also a Go Macro just Double Chocolate bar, like a Double Chocolate Chip. But if you are wondering what my favorite is, it's the Double Chocolate Peanut Butter Chip. That's the only one I like. Just so you know... My true favorite. I met a couple subscribers when I was out at the dance party with this amazing DJ. And uh, she's like, What are you drinking? Is it a vodka soda? I know it's your favorite because she was a podcast listener. Like, I have to up everybody. I, I drink tequila these days or a dirty martini. If I'm getting a cocktail, it's a dirty martini. If I'm at a dive bar, it's a margarita or just a tequila shot, truly. And if it's brunch, It's a Bloody Mary. I'm a a salty drink girl. I don't love a sweet drink. And vodka sodas, I just can't be fucked anymore. I realized that I would rather just take a shot of vodka or tequila than drink it with soda. I actually hate it, is what I learned. I hate it. So those are two added little fun facts. Um, But now I'm here and that has been the whirlwind of my week. I feel like I gave a lot of details. Like, I just feel good again. I feel good right now. I'm, I'm not healed, but I'm not miserable. I was definitely in misery for several days. And I'm always happy to know that when I fall, that there are good days coming. Like, I had such a fun weekend. I really did. And Monday morning, I didn't know that. I hadn't experienced those days yet. Those didn't exist to my memory yet. So it's just nice to know that there's always fun times ahead. Now it's time to see what you guys are asking. So without further ado, let's hear from today's sponsors and answer your questions on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Lexi L-E-X-I-E. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with and then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion runny and itchy noses and sneezing i only recently learned about astapro i wish i knew about it sooner if you're interested get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with astapro go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can astapro and go today a-s-t-e-p-r-o allergy.com use as directed for relief of nasal congestion runny nose sneezing and itchy nose due to allergies okay i'm gonna get a little sad girl for a second But Mother's Day is around the corner. And if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is my life in a book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And my life in a book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M-Y-L-I-F-E-I-N-A-B-O-O-K.com and use code Lexi for 10% off today. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Let's talk wellness, ladies i know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur Marché. they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Atlexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F L E U R. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. First question I'm going to answer is how do you romanticize your life? I know that I am naturally on the more sensitive, appreciative side of life. I just naturally am someone who think of another cliche, think of another cliche, Lexi. The only one coming to my head is stop and smell the roses. I think people can change, but I think there are some people that come out of the womb happy to stop and smell the roses and some people who just don't care. So I do want to say that there was a little bit of just a natural always having a joy and curiosity for life and loving getting to be alive. If that is you, to just indulge in those things, literally... The last few walks that I've taken, I always end up, there's just so much cool vegetation in California, truly. When I'm walking around Silver Lake, just in the neighborhood, there's so many beautiful flowers and plants and really cool things to look at. So just in a literal way, stopping to just even look at the flowers and getting to experience all the small little details. I also think everything is romantic when done slowly. So for example, even putting my my clothes from the washer to the dryer, I'm like sitting on the floor because our washer and dryer are low down. I'm in a long white flowy skirt and a little blouse and I'm taking each piece of clothing from the washer and I'm folding it and I'm making sure it's not inside out and looking at each piece and putting it in the dryer. Every single piece that I held, I was having a little moment like, oh, I love this shirt. I love how it fits. I love the color. It's so nice. Holding it, touching it, realizing it's mine because I love my clothes. Oh, I love my clothes. I love my things. I love them, but I don't have like too much of an attachment to it. You know what I mean? There's like a healthy love for them. And all of my pieces feel very intentional. So doing little things like that, like acknowledging each moment. And then zooming out of that, doing my laundry in a flowy skirt and a blouse instead of just yoga pants and a t-shirt feels much more romantic. Also playing music in the house feels a lot more romantic cooking with music and really putting on music for the moment, putting on French music while you're cooking. Or I think I was listening to, was it like a, a Brazil. Brazilian music playlist last time I was cooking put the sunroof down when you're driving to sip your coffee slowly I mean literally anything can be this is not romantic but more seductive there's something so seductive in moving slowly like anything picking up your bag slowly opening the car door slowly it's all more seductive it all feels more romantic to not rush to give yourself time other ways I romanticize my life I love feeling pretty. I do. Because so I don't know why, like, my feet came up. I was thinking, like, when I'm sitting on the deck with my feet crossed and I'm reading a book, like, I love that I have a pedicure. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it more romantic, but that was where my head went next. Using your senses more makes life more romantic. When you're really smelling things, when you're really seeing things, when you're really listening to things, when you're really feeling or touching something or tasting it. When you really tune into your senses, life feels more romantic. When you have a charcuterie board and you're spreading butter on bread and then you eat the bread and you just want to dance or smile or look up to the sky and say thank you, makes life more romantic. Next question, how do you deal with your thoughts of body dysmorphia or negative body image? This kind of was touched on a little bit in the episode, just realizing unhealthy food patterns or relationship patterns with our body I always say that if you're having a lot of negative body image, I truly believe that nine times out of ten, if you're really suffering with negative body image, the problem has nothing to do with your body because when I start putting the focus on myself, when I'm like, I'm fat, I'm ugly, it's really me feeling, I I feel neglected from my loved ones, I feel unsupported in my job, I feel... That I'm not self-honoring to what I know is correct for me. I'm I'm letting people go past my boundaries, things of that sort. And once I start feeling loved and supported, am honoring my boundaries, suddenly my body image becomes more positive. But I know that a lot of people, when they are asking this, they're looking for something a little bit less abstract than that, even though I don't want to give you that answer because that's just not what I believe. But I do plan to in some capacity make a video about like all of my favorite foods and things and in turn also talk about how I've come to that because the the farther I get away from my past the more I realize that I really did have a moment there where I was struggling with food and I think a lot of it has to do with just being a young person it, it, it's interesting it's interesting I want to marinate on it a little bit more but I would look personally at other aspects of your life of why the body is, is the focus and like maybe look around to see where other issues are. The next person says, I'm moving closer to home for grad school. How to set boundaries with the family. One really hard thing about going back to see your family is that you tend to revert back to your teenage or childlike self. And when it comes to setting boundaries with your family, especially if you're going to be in their life at a lot more frequent basis than you were before, I think you almost have to reintroduce yourself as the changed new person that you become, the new habits that you've learned. And I don't know what that looks like for you. In 2020, I was posting on YouTube very frequently. And when I had made it back to Virginia to stay with my parents, it couldn't be like summer break. So We would do lunch together, we would swim together, and we would do dinner together. But the rest of the time, I was working or doing my own thing. Because my mom would pop in and visit me every five seconds if she could. (laughs) Love her to death, and I miss her dearly. But when I was back home, I knew that that was going to disrupt my focus. If I was filming a video, if I was editing a video, I needed to know that I was going to be uninterrupted. And so the boundary had to be set. A lot of people parents especially it's like they have their routine they have their habits like why would they do any differently why would you expect them to do any differently whereas you are making the changes you're like okay I've had this life by myself I've been off at school now I'm going to be in grad school I need to we need to reevaluate the relationship we need to find a system that works for us and compromise is huge and it should come from both sides so it's like I will come over for dinner every night or like you can catch me I will spend every Sunday with you whatever it is figure that out and work accordingly i don't think it has to be a serious thing i think it can happen really naturally you just have to figure out what that is for you next person says i love you and you need to read the people we keep by allison Larkin right now it's beautifully written for real i've definitely heard that definitely heard of that book also thank you thank you didn't acknowledge that i love you uh added to the tbr i always love a book recommendation next question current state of mind alive and well current bedtime routine phone is back in the kitchen not plugging my phone in my room makes life so much better makes sleep so much better cuts down on the stupid scrolling of my phone I don't need it I don't need it and I'm trying to get back in the journaling but definitely reading also did I say that I finished Norwegian Wood guys it was so good it was so good I loved it I loved it I loved it Next question. Do you feel like you embody the characteristics of a Pisces? Yeah, I'm a bubbly ditz with a lot of feelings, 100%. Uh, I'm definitely head in the clouds. There's a lot of Pisces characteristics that I have. It's definitely all part of an onion, though. It's just one of the layers because you can look at that layer and then you peel it back and then there's a really rational driven concrete part of me that's unwavering but like the Pisces part of me is ever changing so in some ways I feel like a complete mirror and a reflector and in other ways I feel like I am I am the generator of energy like I am the solid source whereas other times I feel very much impacted by every source around me and I forget that I even have one or feel like I don't even have one so yes I absolutely embody the characteristics of a Pisces Um, but I also absolutely embody the characteristics of an Aquarius and I absolutely embody the characteristics of a Capricorn. Like there's, I think those are the three main ones in my chart. Um, There might be a few others, but I definitely feel them all. Next question, how do I get to know my personal style? You go shopping alone. You get a ton of things that interest you and you go into the dressing room and you spend time trying them on and you feel yourself also. When you're looking at yourself in the dressing room, remember to look at like the whole picture. A lot of us have our little physical insecurities and we just zoom in on those. No, no, no. Whole picture. Smile. Look at your face. Back up. Look at the whole body. But you get to know your personal style by spending time looking at items, trying on items in your closet, playing dress up alone. Next question is, who is your comfort YouTuber? Kendall Ray. And what's crazy is that Kendall Ray is a true crime YouTuber and I don't enjoy true crime. I never have. I don't like it. Feels dark. I mean, it is dark. I just really like her. I like her voice. I like her energy. She comforts me. She makes me feel safe. I like her judgment. Whenever she's reporting on true crime, things I love, I, oh, She's a good egg. She's a good egg. And I love her energy, but I hate that or I just don't love that for me to listen to Kendall Ray, I also have to listen to a story of true crime. So anyway, something that I grapple with from time to time. Oh, this is a great question. How do you be consistent with self-discipline, but be gentle with yourself simultaneously? The way that this happens is with trust. You have to trust yourself. I have these rules for myself, and I trust myself to follow them, so then when I break them, I know that it's not going to become a habit, it's I'm breaking it as an exception to the rule. For example, my rule is go to Pilates three to four times a week, so then last week, I was out of class pass credits, and I only went twice. I was gentle on myself, I wasn't mad at myself for not going for three or four times, because I knew that there was an exception to the rule and i also trust myself that i would have had that not been the case i think trust is the missing piece for how to be gentle and disciplined with yourself it's to know that i know that i will do this and if i'm not it's because there's a good reason the next question is what is most important to you right now ah <sighs> my relationships I really love spending time with people. I love hosting, I'm loving love. Love is definitely a priority right now. Love and relationships, 100%. This has been an increasing theme. Relationships have always been really important to me and by that I just mean the people in my life, my friends, my family, loved ones of any sort, and spending time with them. I love spending time with my people. It brings me so much joy it lights me up inside and what's interesting is that I'm looking at my patterns I'm 26 which one of the questions was how old are you I'm 26 birthday's coming up and in 2020 and 2021 I was so financially driven I was so career oriented I nothing brought me more joy <laughs> Nothing brought me more joy than a check I swear to god I've never been super financially or monetarily driven but during those two years that was definitely the highest it's ever been where I was just incredibly motivated to work I love the idea of a sponsor whereas now I think about things and I am constantly having this external noise of here's a great way to make passive income and it just doesn't excite me in the way that it has in past years I, I feel aligned and my priorities are faced other ways. I'm much more in a financial maintenance uh, phase of my life where I have, you know, the amount of money that I want to make for the year. And it, as long as I'm on track to do that, I'm I'm fine. I'm not trying to search and try to make the most money I've ever made. Whereas definitely what I was doing for two years in a row where I'm like, let's see if we can make this much. Let's see if we can make this much. What if we do this and do this? Uh, and... Sometimes I wish that I had that kind of fire in me. I do think New York inspired a lot of that. So, I'm hoping that I add a little bit of that back cuz I it, there was a competitiveness to it. But I feel also really this is a side tangent, but I had these fantastic financial years, like far more than I could have ever wished for. And I saved my money. I invested my money. I got a retirement fund going, and I feel really good about that. I highly, highly, highly recommend that if you have money sitting in your savings account, I'm going to use this question as an a excuse to say this. If you have money sitting in your savings account, please invest it. Please invest it. If you have talked to any one of your family members, if anyone has a financial advisor, if any of your friends have a financial advisor, if any of your friends' families have a financial advisor or an accountant of some sort, Talk to them. Do something with your money. Even if you only have a little bit in savings, putting a little bit in there. There is such a sense of ease for the future knowing that I have a retirement fund. It, I think it has helped me relax so much um, knowing that I have money now and I have money coming. That's growing amongst investing in, in other things as well. So I think maybe that's why money is not the most important thing to me right now. And my relationships and my people and love definitely are damn i thought i was going to talk about sex but i do have to wrap up this podcast i cannot wait to talk to you guys very soon um i hope you love this episode sorry for wrapping it up i just didn't realize the time uh thanks for spending this moment with me i appreciate it i hope you love the podcast i hope you listen again if it's your first episode there's a ton more to go back and listen to and i am on instagram at lexi so that's all for today talk to you guys later xoxo lexi